1: from doing some things that are not of honest report.
0: God's servant delivers the word of truth with clarity, simplicity, and dexterity. Here is Pastor Francis Orbin proclaiming God's mind to you today.
1: In this service, we want to read 1 Samuel chapter 9, verse 6. In 1 Samuel chapter 9, verse number 6 says, And he said unto him, Behold now, There is is in this city a man of God And he is an honorable man All that he saith cometh surely to pass Now let us go thither Peradventure he can show us our way that we should go Praise the Lord Then said Saul to his servant But behold if we go What shall we bring the man of God For the bread is spent in our vessels, and there is not a present to bring to the man of God. What have we? And the servant answered Saul again and said, Behold, I have here at hand the fourth part of a shekel of silver, that will I give to the man of God to tell us our way. Now in verse 9 it says that before time in Israel... When a man went to inquire of God, thus he spake, come and let us go to the seer, for he that is now called a prophet was before time called what? A seer. Praise the Lord. Are you excited about the reading of the word of God? It's beautiful, isn't it? Super fantastic. Right. So we're talking about keys to the anointing. The first key we want to talk about is constant reliance on the directions of the Holy Spirit. Please take your seat. The anointing is as a result of the work, the Holy Spirit in our lives and His work in our life. So, in that verse number nine, when Saul and his servants were going about looking for the missing animals. They had roamed everywhere, not gotten it. And the servant suggested that they go and see the prophet. Now, in their mind, according to the custom of the time, seeing the prophet had a deeper meaning than seeing a man. And so in that verse 9, it says that before time in Israel when a man went to inquire of god thus he speak come let us go to the seer or the prophet so they went to the prophet and the motive was what enquire of god are you here and when they were going in verse number six they said that and he said unto him behold now there is in this city a man of god Is honorable and all that. He saith, surely come to pass. Now, let us go. Peradventure, he can show us our way that we should go. The believer must constantly rely on the Holy Spirit to show you the way that you should go. And the way of the anointing is the way to go. And the anointing, for it to constantly flow in your life, you need to have a constant reliance on the Holy Spirit for directions on the way that you should go. The gift of God in your life cannot be the reason why you are led. You must be led by the giver of the gift. You cannot be led by the gift. Even if you have a gift of prophecy, you are not supposed to be led by the gift. Because where there is prophecy, it will fail. Have you read it in your Bible? yeah but the word of god will not fail so reliance on the holy spirit is key to walking in the anointing it was this idea of seeking direction from the lord that led to them and to saul being anointed so you can be a child of god and you are relying on your senses you could also be relying on things you know or you have abilities in and that is the reason why you are likely not to be anointed beyond where you are because to be anointed beyond where you are you need a constant reliance what do you need constant reliance on the Holy Spirit people whose hearts seek after the Lord On important matters, they catch the anointing. You cannot catch the anointing when you are seeking after other things. You have to be relying on the Lord. As a pastor, I'll be asking the Holy Spirit, what should I do? It is in knowing what to do and doing what you ought to do by the Spirit that the Lord authenticates your doings with his anointing. Jesus knew what to do when he had the bread. He relied, and he took it and relied on the Father. He said, Father, this is the bread. I thank you. It was a reliance. It was God in the flesh. But here on earth, he needed to rely on the source. So he raised it to the source and thanked the source. And the source said, Look, as you have thanked me, give it to them and let them break it and share let them sit in 50s reliance on the holy spirit sit in 50s break the bread and share and it will multiply you can walk you can be in church uh, and lose the mentality of relying on god because you would think that i know my left from my right i've been in church you hear people talking about the father i've been in church for a long time please being in church bible said samuel was in the temple and he yet knew the voice of god he didn't know the voice of god even though he was he was deposited there as a temple treasure by the mother and he still didn't know the voice of the god of the house so being in church for so-so and so years. Being born again for so-so and so years. Does not mean you know the voice of God and you are constantly on the frequency of the Holy Spirit. I believe that some of the radio stations you have or your favorite radio stations or television stations. For, for someone like me who has like DSTV, I have I have the premium package that has every station they can offer but the fact that i have super sport does not mean that i know what is happening there per time i need to tune in there to see what is streaming two of us so in your walk with god you'll find out that the voice of god in your life yesterday might not be what will be relevant today for the needs of today so that you heard the voice of god yesterday about a matter it's not the end of the matter you must constantly rely and depend on the holy spirit for continuous direction he said he will show us the way we should go so you you see that in David's time there were times he asked God should I pursue he said yes other time he said wait so don't take God's voice yesterday to mean that it's his voice today that's why you need a constant reliance so you need to go you need to be with God on a daily basis praise the lord to know his voice for the matter in the particular season where you are dealing with things so that is how you get anointed it is when you know the way he wants you to go and you go the way he asks you to go that the anointing will come upon you typical example is in john chapter 2 jesus is at the wedding wine is finished they go to mary and mary refers them to jesus and she tells them that whatever he tells you to just do it now the fact that jesus is around does not mean he's engaged in the matter so he was at the wedding wine was finished it was not his problem until they went to speak to him and he told them that even now that you are speaking to me don't bother me because my time is not come and when his time was come, Mary told them, whatever he tells you to do, it might not even make sense, but that is the way to go. And if you go the way he wants you to go, you will see the power of the anointing in your life. Amen. So when his time was come, he now told them, he said, that pour water into jars. And then pour it out and test it and send it to the governor to test it. When they did what he asked them to do. For relying on him and showing them the direction to go. They saw that water began to taste like wine. That's anointing right there. Working. Because they relied on him for direction. You can be a child of God. Walk with God. And think that you know God Amen. So you'll be taking decisions thinking that God is fine with it. And by the time you know, that is not exactly what God expected to be done. So, And because of that, the anointing will not back you. That's what happened to Moses. He worked with God and got to a time where he knew so much of God that he started doing things his own way. And God proved to him that being, being my friend does not still give you a franchise of my mind and how I want to do things so you need to depend on me and do it exactly the way I want it to be done if you do it your own way I can give you resort for some time but I will withdraw and the anointing we define that it is God always with you not God withdrawing from you are you here? So you are a singer, you know how to sing songs, you know powerful songs, but you see you are, you can develop a tendency of becoming very, very matured on a particular stage. So you can just package yourself and come, always packaging yourself and coming. But you see that you started by depending on God before your ministration. After a while, oh, maybe 12, come on, maybe 12, come so, even when you are coming to do self, you don't prepare yourself in the presence of God. You just get up, you will be talking, ah, you will be doing everything, and ah, you will come because, and we have rehearsed the song, blah, 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 rehearsed song. There is nothing supernatural about what you are doing. Because it's not coming from the womb of the spirit. And so even though it may be beautiful, it may not be impactful. It may not bless anybody. Okay, what you are So yeah, she, she sings but it's not impactful. It's not impactful. Why? The anointing, real serious people seek the face of God. Whether they are ministry, no, they are not ministry, no. You constantly have to seek the face of God to be anointed. To be what? Rely on the Holy Spirit. Today is the last day of the 21 days. We shall rely on the Holy Spirit in Jesus' name. That amen is not there at all. So you see that when they go to Samuel to inquire of the Lord, he now told them in chapter 10, verse 2, verse 1, he anointed Saul and you see that Proud to that, they have sought him. And when he, he just told them, do this, do that. When you pass here, pass here, pass here, pass here, pass here, pass here. Verse 2 of chapter 10, watch it. In verse 2, he says that, When thou art departed from me today, then thou shalt find two men. When you are departed, you will find two men. He was just showing him what he will find, the way to go. He said, he said the animals you have been looking for, they have been found. Show him the way to go. Verse 3. It says that, verse number 3. Please give me 3. Then shall thou go on forward from thence, and shall come to the plain of Tabor. Still direction. Don't pass the hill. You go forward, and you will come to go towards the plain that will lead you to Tabo. And then you will meet 3 men. If you meet 4 men, pass. Just look, look for the 3 men you meet. Verse number 4. And these three men, they are holding kids and loaves of bread. He said, and they will salute thee. The ones who don't salute you don't have anything to do with them. The same thing Jesus told them. He said that you will go when you meet anybody on the way. Don't salute, just go. It's a direction. That's how they returned back and said that even demons submitted to us. The thing was working. It's a direction of the Holy Spirit sometimes all we have is direction from what you know to do direction from friends direction from blah 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 your first point of reliance should be the Holy Spirit praise the Lord anyone who depends on the Holy Spirit will be anointed for whatever they stand for and please when we talk about anointing we are not talking about casting out demons because people's mind It's all about casting out demons. Anointing is what will make your destiny functional. In every area of your destiny. It is the anointing that will make you functional. God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power. He went about doing good. Please, anointing is what will make your life go about doing well. Functioning well. Praise the Lord. And that means you must be relying on the what? Holy Spirit. For direction and instruction. Sometimes the work you are doing. The reason why you are not getting the result you are getting. Is because you made the choice. Without the input of the Holy Spirit. So the power to back you is not there. And God will not sponsor. What is your personal ambition. If it is not in line with his will. Hey. So, sometimes, I, I don't want to go into something. Let me just leave it like that. But please, you, we have to get to that point where we say, I'm relying on the Holy Spirit. I want to know what God is saying about the matter. About my life. The next phase of my life. Praise the Lord. Personally, not even going to see a prophet. Personal. That's, a, that's why it's a problem that the modern day believer loves to be roaming about rather than staying with him. In His presence, you like roaming. Let me go and hear this. Let me let, let me go and see this man of God. Let me go and see that one. Let me go and see this. Let me go and see. This. That's not seeking God's voice, oh. That's seeking medium. You are just running about, and your matter will be worse. Check the woman with the issue of blood. The more doctors she saw, the worse her matter became. People cannot stay in one place and seek the face of God. Look at some ninety-one, some ninety-one verse. So I said they that dwell in the secret place of the Do you have a secret place where only you and God you are dwelling there? You hear His voice. Praise the Lord. Are you here at all? Or am I am I punching some things? The anointing cannot come upon you when you are always in the mix. You have to find a way to depend on the... You can be in the crowd and the voice is directing you. Because you are dependent on the Holy Spirit. Jesus told them, he said, when you go before the magistrate and they want to persecute you, don't be bothered about what you say. Just rely on me. I will put in your mouth what you must say to come out. That's the anointing working right there. He said they pray, they said, Paul even asked them for prayer. He said that pray for us that we will receive boldness and utterance from God. Yes, you are coming to preach. You don't come and preach what's in your head, oh you need to be speaking the mind of God. So even when you are prepared your sermon, we'll there, no problem. We'll be having a style. But you must have inspiration in your utterances that there is a spirit in a man the breath of the almighty that grants him that kind of thing that you are speaking and you have relied on him so when moses came from the mountain he came to tell them the word of god number one don't serve any other god number two this number three it was not his word it was god's word why because he had been with god but if you be with yourself you speak your own word, and Charlie, we don't come to church to listen to your word, Because you, your word and you live in your own life, crowd with your word, and you are struggling. Including the pastor, you don't come to church to listen to a word. I'm not. We are not doing counseling here. It's the word of God. The Spirit must be speaking, and it is only when the Spirit speaks that the word will edify. Praise the Lord! Is God talking to somebody? So you can be in a church like this. And if you are not a proper human being, you wouldn't like it because you like where they do acrobatics. But the acro- And you know what I'm saying? Relying on the Holy Spirit for direction. Somebody is thinking about our way of our country. Our way of direction. Say, okay. No, 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 no. What is the Holy Spirit ministering to you as an individual? Directing you. What is he asking you to do? There's a problem in the house. You are bent on something. but When you rely on the Holy Spirit, he will help you with your infirmities. The Spirit helping with your infirmities is what is called the anointing. Because it now shifts you or migrates you from your weakness to his own strength. So you begin to perform on the strength of the Spirit. And when you perform on the strength of the Spirit, you will receive the result that the Spirit offers. Are you here at all? Let's put our hands together for the Lord. So that's the first point for this service. The next point is that to walk in the anointing, you must have a revelation about prophets' offering. What? I can't hear you at all. (laughs) No, no, no. A revelation about prophets' offering. It's a revelation. In that same verse 6 to 9, we see that Saul understood the custom of the time that you don't appear before a prophet empty-handed. And this was more of a custom to honor God than enriching a man of God. Please, just check it. It was more, we are going to see God so we want to go with something to honor God as part of the process of seeking God, because there's somewhere no crampo we don't know Him. Now, the Christian work has its own tenets, and the tenets of the Christian work do not always make natural sense to how human beings operate. Because if you take your money to the bank, it's your money. You can claim it. If you take your money to the church, it's not your money. It's God's money. But some people believe that when you drop your money in the church, you are enriching a human being. So, why are you in a kingdom that operates in a certain way? and you want to use your natural mind to operate that kingdom against the principles of that kingdom jesus said if you give a prophet a cup of water you will receive a prophet's reward that says that there is a reward god gives when you encounter the man he has sent and you give him part of the treasure he god has given you for the journey he has sent the man on please open your ears very well because this is a very contentious issue now and i know that many destinies will be robbed because this that for some people was a mere custom for you know you didn't need to be spiritual in israel to practice this it has now become a very high level of wisdom to practice. So God should help us to be able to bring it down to a level where many people will be blessed by understanding why God says it's, it's supposed to be so. So people who do not care about the culture of the house have no honor for God. Thus those people would likely miss the opportunity to receive of what God has prepared for them. Because giving, he said, we don't have money to go before the prophet. It was just to present yourself before the prophet and not do that empty-handed. So it was more of assuring you to the presence of God, to receive from God than giving to the man. And I pray that the Holy Spirit will explain to you. So, in those verses we read, you will find out that the servant now said, look, let's go there, I have this portion of this, we will just um, give it to the prophet, and he will show us the way that we should go. So, what is this whole matter about the prophet offering? I, I have a pastor. I cannot pastor myself. <laughs> God is our ultimate shepherd. We give him. Is that also? Hello. Then God has chosen shepherds for us. If we give the ultimate shepherd, How about the shepherd he chose for us? We have to give him. In the name of the Lord. And like I keep saying in this church. Next month is our month of sacrifice. And 90% of the time. I'm likely to go through the whole month. Teaching about sacrifice. Without doing fundraising. Because we don't teach about sacrifice in this church. To collect your money. That is not the essence of the teaching. The essence of the teaching is to give you the bread God wants to give you, to build you up, so that when you get to that junction, you will know what to do, the same way Jesus knew what to do, to engage the power of God. That's what we do. Because I've had chances where I've taught Different things about sacrifice. And after the service, a pastor will call me and say that. So to what end did you teach this? Because in their mind, once you are teaching about sacrifice and giving, from then uh, you have to raise funds. But so that will raise the funds to do what? So when I'm talking about the prophet offering, because I don't need to say it, Because the purpose is not for you to bring your money to me. The purpose is to understand why it is part of your faith. And why that operation of your faith should be taken serious so that you will get everything God wants you to get. When it's time for you to use that particular button to trigger the power of God in your life. Praise the Lord. So, these people went to Samuel. And when they went, the thing that opened the treasure of Samuel to them was the offering in their hands. I'm getting it right now. So, the prophet's offering, it actually creates material comfort for the prophet to host the one being prepared. For the anointing. You see that. Before they got there. The prophet told them. He said go up there. A seat has been prepared for you. Question. Who brought the seat? That seat that was prepared. For Saul. In the upper chamber. The prophet had an upper chamber. With a seat. A special seat. Bought from Turkey. Very nice seat, bought from Turkey. And the prophet was not supposed to work. So how did that seat get there? Who brought that seat? Did he manufacture the seat? The seat was also a prophet offering from someone who came to see the prophet. Or who came to give the prophet something that was converted to create that chamber, which became a prepared seat for the new person who is about to be anointed. But he needed to go and sit in that seat because the prophet offering that had been received before had created that channel for him to now become anointed. I'm saying that without the prophet offering, there is no comfort around the pastor who has become like a depot for the distribution of the grace of God. That's what, the pastor is one of the depots. Yes, for the distribution of the gift of God, the grace of God here on earth. A shepherd is not normal. The seat in your CEO's office it has come from the profitability of the various marketers. And that seat houses premium client or some strategist, so that the company makes more profit, then the profit comes back to increase your salary. He said, me dear, I don't believe in profit of which seat? are you going to sit on to Wait till the time the prophet comes to anoint you. You have to ask yourself. That is why even when it's time for some people to be anointed, they don't get anointed. Because the prophet even doesn't have what it takes to host you till the time the Lord will say, anoint him. And this church, we are more interested in you understanding before doing. So you see that others had given some to enable him hire a chef. He told the chef, the food that I told you to put aside for the one coming. Because God had already spoken to him that Saul was coming. Then he said, go and kill and put that, side, that part aside for the one who is about to be anointed. Who brought the animal? And the prophet didn't know how to cook. And God had told him that when he comes, give him food. He had to hire a chef. Even at that time, the prophet had a chef. And the chef was to handle the party that was needed for the coronation of this first king of Israel and everything in that party was secured by what people brought to God for the use of the man he wanted to use as a vessel to anoint another vessel when your pastor doesn't have comfort cry, just cry just what? cry no anointing can function perpetually in frustration. So, anything that is being taught to take away comfort from the man God has called for you, fight it. And let me just say that. The the men of God are not supposed to be living like a flamboyant life in the faces of people, like the way sometimes we see one service, then display of different cars as if we are whatever. That is not what we are talking about. We are saying that even where you sleep contributes to the quality of the anointing. Where you sleep, as a husband, you just sleep on a bed that is full of... Um, Improve your cry, friends. Bad what? Thank God, that's why you went to a good school. Yes. And don't have a good night rest, and try and wake up and come and preach. You will see the effect it will have on the anointing. You Sit in a bad car. You will see. That's why God instructed that, look, the Levites, they shouldn't work But they should be comfortable to be able to perform the duties of the priest for the blessing of the people. So, people are just telling you, watch it. The prophet doesn't anoint himself. He is there to become a channel to anoint God's people. You are the one going to be anointed by the prophet. But one of the things you need to do is to make sure you maintain comfort for the anointing first of all to be flowing in the prophet's life so that he can hear God and follow instruction to anoint you. Look at Samuel. He went to David's house. When he went, he saw nice guys. Then he was moved. He was, a man of God can see car. And lose his vo- his ability to hear God's voice. That's so why pastors, some pastors, have become stomach direction, and sometimes it's not their fault. It's just because the, the struggle is too much. So I, one woman used to tell me, "Say, Pastor, I like you." One Nigerian family I, I have like that. The man blessed me before. When the man blessed me, that was a problem he had. Now every time talking to the man, rebuking the man, he used to drink. He stopped drinking. He used to fully. I the wife say ah. The wife will see other pastors and frown. Then she can even travel to Ghana to come and see me. Say I know you are the one who is able to face my husband because the man is generous. Other pastors are not able to say okay oh stop this thing. Stop because as they are coming, the money is cooling them down. God will tell them something in the house so they will come with fire but once they get there they give them money and they start managing the man. If God doesn't if you there's a certain level of anointing that will be difficult for you to operate in if you don't understand how to create that environment for the anointing that is meant for you to grow first before you yourself can tap into it. I don't know why this time is running very fast. I think I I need to take time. So, he had a chef. The the chef cooked. You have to ask All this. You know, they were part of the process of Saul getting anointed. as a follower, the comfort of your shepherd is part of your package for the transfer of the spirit he carries for you. As a follower. Why do companies buy the cars they buy for their CEOs and their MDs? Why? And it's very difficult to see A CEO who drives a Tico. Giving Range Rover to the best worker. Did you ever see it? That's why the package of your shepherd is transferable to you. And that package is built from time to time. So it's not to make the pastor the richest person in this church that far from it but the idea that i'm going to give my money to a human being is is an error big time error so anytime you are receiving the blessings of god through your prophet others have made it possible do we agree No, I'm just taking I'm not saying anything spiritual I'm just taking This seat you are sitting on If we say we are raising seat Money to buy chairs Must you give if you have Or you shouldn't give That's the first question Why should you give? Because when you came, we gave you a seat And that seat didn't drop from heaven Some people bought the seat For you to sit to receive what God has for you. So when it's time for you to buy seeds, you also, that's why Adam, God told Adam that for the garden to continue to supply to you a dress it and keep it. If you don't have the mind of dressing your shepherd and keeping your prophet, you are creating serious problems for yourself. Just watch. All the people who have prospered, they know where to go to give their seed to. Either to a church, to a pastor, to a shrine, to a fetish priest. True or false? And, uh, anytime you are receiving the blessings of God through your prophet, others have made it. He said, do not keep taking without constantly replenishing what is needed to sustain you and others in the future. You know, sometimes some people, just watch it. God blesses, recently Bishop Ajina Sari was saying that in his church that if God has blessed you, bless your man of God. People are insulting him. Sometimes, I think that pastors, God has blessed pastors. Because the truth of the matter is that pastors shouldn't even tolerate some people around them. Yeah. If we believe that there is grace on pastors, and God chooses pastors for people, and God uses these men, Not just to pray. Every week. I am preaching here Wednesday, Saturday, twice on Sunday. Four times. I'm running counseling sessions. Now, the last time I was telling you, when I went to do my first degree, I paid my own school fees. Not my parent. My parent didn't pay my fees. My second degree, I paid my own school fees. Any further education I have had, I paid myself. These are skills. When you come and I need to say use counseling to help you be in line with the will of God, you didn't contribute to what I have. We are not talking spiritual. If your pastor is a medical doctor, And you go to him that, oh, pastor, I have pain here. I can't sleep here, blah, blah, blah. And by their medical knowledge, they know that maybe there's an infection here, blah, blah. It's not the Holy Spirit telling them. Question, did you train that your pastor in the medical school? And if you went to Ghana, Canada, to consult the specialist there, you would have paid before going in, but you get it for free in church. And that is what will happen now uh, for how many years? Then that one aside, just check how your philosophy and your mentality was before you came to church. And God using the man, sometimes he's suffering double what you are suffering, but he's still on his ground. To, to be a vessel, you see, that's exactly, you are available for God to use even when you yourself cannot stand i have a friend the son died on the 30th of december last year that's the only child 12 years boy he just slept barely four we left the hospital late around three four so he slept for a few hours 31st night he had to do church blessing people and prophesying he that was standing there we had to put Metal here, metal in the heart. For him to stand first, when we finished the thirty-first, and did you see the speed with which I descended from the? I was going to call him to find out how he was doing. Now, with that kind of knockout punch for him and the wife, they were still standing there, encouraging and blessing people who wanted to commit suicide. Now, today, your brain is clean and now you have started your company you are blessed from his constant pouring into you then the, he he finds a way to come out of this trouble and continues to grow the anointing then you dear, you are there you are just a taker for life without showing into that anointing are you blessed at all that's a that's question Why are we supposed to give to our biological parent? Because they have made investment. Two of us. And in this I have told you, even if they are a wizard and a witch, still go and give them. So what, what makes you think that it's cool? Because sometimes, some people call me and I know that it's bringing trouble. It's been, and we 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 you know we just we just build gradually and God blesses people and when God blesses some people they are man of God or they are prophet is never part of their budget. The only thing the pastor is part of is a troubleshooter, is a solution giver whenever they are in trouble. The point is, it's not my blood they used to save you, is the blood of Jesus. That bought you. So possibly, the way you run your man, is he God, is he blah, blah, blah. When you have that problem, don't you know Jesus' address? (laughs) I'm not saying anything spiritual here. I'm just telling you why it was a custom. (laughs) So when a man of God has been ordained to be part of your journey, Dealing with things, dealing with... When the success comes, he has to be part of the success story. So that anointing will continue. There's a reward that comes by drawing along the package of your profit for your next level. Some people just cut and put him on an expenditure side. When I have a problem... I know where to go, and those people come and they are very, very emotional. If the PA said other people are there, they don't even know they can give an attitude. Sometimes I'm able to leave my office to come and confront some. My friend from what about them? call we maintain the ground? Sometimes they are not even your church members. They come and it's like everybody should stay aside because they know they have attitude. I'm here with people who clean here and make the church conducive for the work to go on. Who pray, who serve, blah blah. They are my priority. Yeah, they are my priority. You are you there, you are coming from wherever you are coming from. You are not my priority. And sometimes we have not attended that much to the people who are loyally sticking with us. And there's a tendency for you to be just addressing all the guests who come without even paying attention to the people close by and when a pastor pays i was in bishop adnan's highest church it was one of his i've never been to that church more than three times but on that particular i don't know whether it was father's day or i went with Pastor aben and then some women who are big people in carpet in accra blah 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 and saying that One of them said, his shop got bent. It's the bishop who gave him capital to restart himself. One of them said, it is the man of God who gave him money to start his business and showed him the business to do. That The university you went to, did they show you the business to go and do? Today you are still married. When your husband wanted to divorce you, know somebody had the authority to call your husband to go, my friend. Stop that! thing, sit down there and work that thing out. Today you are there saying, "Darling, honey," <laughs> 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 then then your mother come and when you be there. to sow into that same anointing and grow it. You know, you are speaking grammar. anointing will grow without comfort. Even John the Baptist, he left the wilderness to the city. Jesus sat on horses. There were women of substance around Jesus. Others came to pour perfume. The, The woman said, this is my prophet offering. For being a blessing unto me. This is my prophet offering. Jesus said that the blessing you are having is that even today that Pastor Francis is preaching, he must mention that you have done this. Your generation, there is a blessing that must go upon them. It must be a pronounced blessing. If you are not careful, that blessing will never be pronounced because you withheld your prophet offering. And that's how the anointing they need to become visible. To become whatever. I mean, when the leader of Israel at that time said that they should bring resources for the building of the temple, come and see. They brought, uh, he was he was begging them, I beg, don't bring. Why? Because they recognized that God was the one who had given them. You are not cheating yourself. You are not enriching anybody when you are sowing into an anointing. Praise the Lord. Your mother is anointed, your father is anointed, your pastor is anointed. These people, when you sow into their lives, it is not error. Grace comes to you. Let me just say this because I I, I, I want to just end the message. The prophet's table is full of goodies. Prophet had meat. If you read, you find out. Are you here? Are you sure you are here? I'm showing you how to get anointed. For this guy to be anointed, he needed to sit at the prophet's dining table. It was part of the process. He needed to be exposed to what the prophet was eating. Drinking. With a certain kind of people, 30 of them invited. What gave him the access to that table is that the servant said i have some coins here we can use it to present ourselves in the presence of the prophet and when they got there not knowing that it was not it was a natural operation but it took them to a spiritual atmosphere Where they were able to assess the food on the prophet's table. And are you here at all? Assess the food, assess the people, assess the blessings there. And eating what the prophet ate. Drinking what the prophet drank. Sitting with the prophet. Talking to the prophet. Engaging the prophet was part of the anointing. What gave that access is that seed. There is a certain level of anointing. It will be difficult for you to connect to when you don't understand the revelation around showing into your shepherd's life. There's a certain level of anointing. She like said, you will not be close to that table because you, you, you have not given yourself the opportunity to assess that table and you don't go there with a telephone call. When Isaac stood to bless whoever had given him venison, he knew exactly what he was doing. He was reconfiguring the future of that person and the person's generation. Same with Abraham. He goes, oh, I, I, And I've taught you about relying on the Holy Spirit. How about when the Holy Spirit himself tells you that I've given you this pastor, stay and connect. How do you connect? When well, I was serving my pastor. I'll go and give him seed. We are living in the same house. He will pray for me. In a short while, I'll get another revelation. Something else. I'll go and give him seed. He said, but he just came. I said, Well, Pastor, yes. I was interested in catching the spirit. They say, way that a treasure is opened unto you. Because you know how to assess. Are you here? Bible says that the way to a man's heart is through their what? Their belly, their stomach. What are you pumping into the stomach of the shepherd that is anointed for you? For them to open their heart to give you their treasure. Some people will never get to Samuel's table. Saul's uncle, was interested in hearing what Samuel told Saul. Saul said, "Uncle," he said, "the animals have been found." And one, but what he told him He said that one is not for everybody. It's for people who have revelation of assessing certain quarters and people and graces with a prophet offering. I will be a foolish person that I have resources and I'm going to meet Bishop Oedipo and I just go on an empty hand. Ah, and I see Baba, there I lie on the ground with empty hand. Are you mad? People are not people who People are not what? People are not people. Even you, there is so much on you. And some people don't know. The people that your heart is comfortable with. They have a certain level of blessing for being around you. Do you know that? We are not saying buy any pastor, but you see because it's a principle in the kingdom, when you are applying it, it connects with the spirit and we know what you are trying to do. So, Some people are never anointed. Every anointing you need to is already here on earth. It has just been deposited with different people. And sometimes you are blessed that God can momentarily drop an anointing you need on your pastor. One man of God was sharing a story. A miracle working man of God. All over the world. His hand was withering. Then he had a new bends. He had prayed, prayed, used all the keys he knows in the Bible. Healing was not coming. His hand was shrinking, withering and dying. Then one day after his prayer and conversation with the pastor, as the a pastor was leaving the house, he said the Holy Ghost just told him that, let your car drive after him. He said it was a new car. As he now called the driver, oh yeah. Let the car go," he said. As the car drove past his gate, his hand came back. His hand—that's anointing rider. Right he would have prayed. Uh, put the hand to come put it in the frying pan. He saying that it is when you follow the direction, the voice of the Spirit, that the power will follow. This one I have scratch it too because if I want to go, they will close at 10. One of the deceptions you can have is that oh my pastor now he doesn't need anything. It's true. Why do you bring offering to God? Does God need offering? <laughs> you need something. You are not giving because they need something. You need Somebody bought a car for me. 9th of December or so. Person bought a car for me. This car I'm driving. That's, he has money to have bought a car for me. Three or four, five days after. Then somebody bought a car for, his dream car for him. Bigger car. He's, he's the person bought this car for me. You can imagine his dream car. He said, said, Pastor, I don't know this is how this thing works. And the person now showed mercy. The person is not even a Christian. He said, something was just telling me that this thing is yours. You to take. His dream car, he needed to trigger it. He didn't even know that was what he was triggering. He just saw my car's normal plate. He said, Ah, Pastor, you have driven this your car since 2014. My car has not driven past fifty thousand. Me, I'm comfortable in that highlander He said, No, 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 no. It's the car normal that made him make that decision. I said, Okay. Grace was as I'm standing here now please, just take it, even if you call it arrogance. I'm a bottle of grace. Bottle. If you think there's power in an anointing oil bottle. That when I pray over God works, there's bottle. I'm a bottle of grace. And that is how every genuine shepherd is also a bottle of grace for the sheep. So, I mean, um, there was some other point I wanted to share, but I think this one, I needed to take my time. So, please, let's rise. Let's
0: rise. Please. Let me- you have been listening to the Testimony World Broadcast from the Keeper's House Chapel International, locate us at Madina Estate, Accra, off the social welfare road between the Gulf Falling Station and Wawan Washing Bay. Follow us on Facebook at the Keeper's House Chapel International podcast and audio rima at reverend francis alban visit our website at www.capershousechapel.org one word for further information call 0244 177 831 or 0204 916 168 experiencing jesus birthing ministries